0: Welcome to South Florida Sunday. I am A50WFTL News Director, Karen Curtis, and today I'm speaking with Cora Burcham. She's the Director of Multimedia and Manatee Research at the Save the Manatee Club. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you today? Super-dee-duper. I love manatees, the gentle sea cows, and they're such cool animals, and we can see them all the time in the intracoastal, and if you go to the FPL Manatee Lagoon, they're just sweet. Yeah, I mean, manatees are just, they're
1: sort of like an icon of Florida. I mean, they just sort of belong to Florida, so they're just a really cool animal, and a lot of people don't really know a lot about them, so... It's always fun to, um, you know, to, to sort of bring the manatee home to some of the people that uh, come to see them because they're such a huge part of Florida.
0: Yeah, Tell me a little bit about them, Cora. Are they, they're mammals? Um, are they like a combination of two other animals that got together in the sea and made a manatee? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, yeah, so manatees are um, aquatic mammals and they can actually live in salt, fresh and brackish water, which is pretty unique because most animals, you know, live either way in salt or in fresh water. Manatees can actually go um, in between the, the two of them. And uh, manatees actually, um, believe it or not, their closest living relative is the elephant. Um, a lot of people will no. think it's like a seal or a dolphin or a wal- walrus, but the only thing they have in common with those animals is that they're all aquatic um, mammals. But their closest living relative is actually the elephant, and they have um, evolved from a common ancestor. So the manatee um, has been around for actually uh, millions of years. Um, it's evolved over time, and it's not a combination of two other animals. It's its very own um, animal. It actually belongs to the Order of Sirenia. So the manatees that we see here around Florida they are called the West Indian Manatee, also named the Florida Manatee, and they are native to Florida. Um, some people think that they have been imported um, at some point in time to uh, control aquatic weeds or um, anything the like, but that is not true. Manatees are native to Florida, and they've been around for a really long time.
0: So they're herbivores. They eat the weeds.
1: <laughs> yes, they eat the weeds. They are herbivores, um, so they feed on both submerged and emergent vegetation. So they can be anything from sea grasses to Freshwater grasses, as well as some invasive plants like water hyacinth or hydrilla. So sometimes, yes, they do eat the vegetation that's sort of clogging up the canals to uh, open it up. Um, but they will basically eat on any vegetation that they can find, both in salt
0: and fresh water. Is that why they call them gentle sea cows rather than elephants?
1: Yes, that is probably the reason why they are called sea cows, although they're not related to the cow, right? Um, but their grazing behavior is basically just like that of a cow. So if you see a cow grazing on a lawn on land, that's pretty much the exact same thing a manatee would do underwater. That's
0: so cute. What is the optimal speed of the manatee? How, <laughs> how fast can a manatee go?
1: Yeah, so manatees usually are very slow moving. They usually sort of cruise around at around three to five miles an hour. When they are spooked or frightened, they can go up to 20 miles an hour in a very short burst, but that's not going to last very long. Um, they really haven't evolved to swim very fast, um, since I just said they do eat vegetation. They don't have to hunt for fish. Um, they also don't have any natural predators that they have to run away from. So uh, Except for both propellers. slow-moving animals. Yes, exactly. So unfortunately, um, although manatees do not have any natural predators, they do face a lot of issues. Uh, Most of them being human-related, and one of the biggest ones is um, collisions with watercraft.
0: Yes, that's a problem. I also know in the winter when it gets cold, they go to the FPL plant where the warm water is released from the plant, and they love that warm water. That's because they're mammals.
1: Um, Yes. So if you look at a manatee, most people would think you know they're really fat and blubbery, and they're like this huge you know (laughs) fatty animal. Um, But actually, um, as as a matter of fact, manatees only have about an inch of fat layer. So their weight is really coming from their heavy bones and their very large intestines, but manatees cannot stay warm. And that's why they come to those warm water sites in the winter time. So they really like water above 68 degrees Fahrenheit. But once in the winter time, those water levels drop um, below that 68 degrees or like the mid sixties, they really have to migrate to those warm water sites because they they just can't stay warm. Um, They can actually get really sick if they spend a lot of time in cold water. So that's why you'll see a lot of manatees in the wintertime either way coming to the natural springs or down in South Florida, for example, like you just said, the um, FPL power plant at the, at the Manatee Lagoon in Riviera Beach because the power plants actually use the water to cool down the systems and then they release the water, which is a nice uh, sort of warm water uh, hot tub for the manatee. <laughs> to. Uh, and that's why they migrate there in the winter time. So they're not fat, they're mm-hmm. just
0: big boned.
1: They are, exactly. Yes. Um, yeah, they're big boned. Um, they have actually very dense, um, heavy bones, but they only have about an inch of fat, which is really surprising, you know, it for is. such a large animal. And, you know, they, they just have a really hard time staying warm in the wintertime. They I mean, are true Floridians. <laughs> they so just love the warm water. They do. But they
0: don't like the cold. Do they have good memories like the elephant?
1: Um, yes, we do believe so, although we haven't, there hasn't been as much research on the manatee as there is on other species. But we do think just the fact that they're coming back to the same warm water site year after year after year, um, I feel that already speaks for good memory. And we do believe that they recognize individuals as well. So, um, so definitely, yeah, I think they do have a lot in common with the elephants.
0: We shouldn't feed manatees, right? It's not a good idea.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's something that most people um, don't really know. Um, we do see a lot of people feeding manatees or giving them water. Um, actually, it is against the law. Um, there is a fine associated with that. But most people just really simply don't know any better. The reason um, why it's not a good idea to feed manatees or basically any wi- any wild animals is that they become very used to people. Um, you know, they will approach uh, docks and boats and marinas because if they are being fed or watered by people, they do think, you know, approaching people they are associated with food. And that's just really not a good thing for them because a lot of manatees do get hit by boats.
0: Right.
1: And we don't want to lure them, you know, to a boat or to a marina um, expecting a handout. Um, manatees actually get most of the water that they need to survive from the vegetation that they're eating. So even if they are in salt water, they don't need, you know, be fed from a hose um, by a person. And I always like to say manatees have been around Florida for about five million years and the water host probably hasn't. They've been doing really well before that. So yeah. um, I think that pretty much shows, you know, they don't really need food or water from people. So the best thing is to look at them from a distance and not interfere with their natural behavior.
0: Yeah. So don't feed them. And also I think someone posted video of a girl trying to ride a manatee. So both of those things are illegal.
1: Yes, yeah, that's definitely, um that's a big no-no. Basically, um, manatees are protected under different laws. For example, the Endangered Species Act, as well as the Marine Mammal Protection Act. And the Marine Mammal Protection Act um says that you're not supposed to harass um or harm a marine mammal in any way. So, um while harassment, I mean, you know, the worst harassment that you can see is people jumping on a manatee or riding it or doing all those kind of things. But basically, harassment means anything that changes the manatee's behavior, including feeding or watering them as well.
0: We're speaking with Cora Burchum. She is with the Save the Manatee Club. And Cora, what do we need to do in terms of watching out for manatees while we're boating, how to spot a manatee, how to safely boat around them? Because if they've been there for millions of years, they were there first. Exactly. Yeah, that's a very good question. And especially now in the summertime, there are a lot of people out
1: there boating And unfortunately, boating mortality is the number one human-related cause of death for manatees. And that's because they are so slow moving. It's really difficult to see them in the water. So when we go out boating, um, we really need to watch out for them. So one of the things that we recommend is people to obey the posted speed signs. So if you see a slow speed or idle speed sign, um, it's always a good idea to slow down because there's a good chance that there are manatees around. And manatees, like I said, they swim very slowly, so they just don't really have a chance um, to get out of the way of a boat. And most boating fatalities are actually caused by the impact of a fast-moving boat. So that can be anything from like a jet ski to a bigger um, power boat. So slowing down is really the number one thing we can do. Another thing um, to have handy is our polarized sunglasses. So oh. you'll see a huge difference if you're looking at the water Wearing those polarized sunglasses, they really help to reduce the glare, making it easier to see a manatee. And then also looking out for manatee snouts and footprints. Right. And a manatee footprint is um, it's a circular pattern on the top of the water that the manatee will make with its tail when it's swimming. So if you see that, again, that's a really good indication that there, is manatee, there are manatees around. So trying to slow down and watch out for them. And like I said before, trying to not feed or water them because that's going to lure them towards your boat and, you know, potentially puts them in more danger than, than necessary.
0: Right, they've got that big, flat kind of beaver tail. They do, yes. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, yeah, the manatee has a sort of a beaver-shaped tail, and then they have a uh, actually a distant cousin of them named the dugong, um, which lives in the Indo-Pacific in Australia, has sort of a dolphin-shaped tail. Oh. But the manatees that we see here, they all have that round um, beaver-shaped Okay. Tail. Yeah, and they're very strong tails. So that's what they use to uh, propel themselves when
0: they're swimming. And that's what you see on the top of the water, that footprint from that tail making that swishing motion.
1: Yes, exactly. Yes, that's what you'll most likely see. Or you may see um, the little snouts coming up for air because, like I said, manatees these are um, mammals. They so They do they have to surface for air. Exactly. About every uh, two to five minutes, they come up to breathe. Um, they, you know, they don't have gills. So they don't breathe underwater like fish. Um, they do come to the surface. So looking out for those little um, nostrils, a little snouts, um and the exhale, which is usually a sound that you can hear, um, that's another good indication you know, that there are manatees around.
0: Yeah, they don't have a blowhole. They actually have a little nose. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah, so unlike the dolphins, they do have little nostrils, um, and two of them, and they are covered with like a little skin flap when they go underwater. And then when they come to the surface to breathe, they open their nostrils and they exhale, um, inhale, and then they go back down. Oh. And they actually have a really, really efficient um, breathing system. So manatees can replenish 90% of the air with each breath and compared to people, um, people only do about 10%. So um, manatees are very efficient um, breathers pretty much. That's so
0: amazing. And they certainly don't have a trunk like the elephants. They don't. Finally, Cora, how can people stay engaged virtually with the manatees?
1: Yeah, so we have a whole bunch of things going on right now. Um, we do know, you know, with the pandemic, a lot of people are staying at home or they're doing a lot more uh, virtual learning or those kind of things. So you can definitely check us out on our website at savethemanatee.org. We do have an Adopt a Manatee program where you can actually adopt a real living manatee and we send you a certificate and you can actually follow its progress um around. So that's oh. a really fun thing um to do. We also do, um currently we do weekly live streams on our Facebook page on Thursdays and Fridays at 11 a.m., so if you're interested in learning some more about manatees, we do have some Q&A and some um, story time um, book readings going on as well. And then we also have a really fun event going on right now. It's called the Save the Manatee 5K. It's a 5K event, and it's a virtual event. So actually people from around the state or even around the world can participate in that. And you get a race packet, and then you can do your run, walk, bike ride, um, hike, whatever, however you want to do it or kayaking, you know, for those in Florida, um, you can do that on your own time and all the proceeds go to us as well. So you can learn more at manatee 5 kcom So that's another um, fun thing right now to to support manatees as well.
0: SaveTheManatee5k.com. <laughs> Thank you so much, yes. Cora Burcham She is, of course, with the Save the Manatee Club and the website again is SaveTheManatee.org. Yes. Yes. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for joining us on South Florida Sunday. I think we know everything there is to know about manatees. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'm always glad if we can share some knowledge.
1: It's, you know, the, one of the best things we can do is educate others so others learn about manatees. And, you know, whatever you, you, you're you starting to learn, you then like to protect as well. At Absolutely. Least that's our hope.
0: <laughs> thank you so much.
1: Thank you.